Yo, yo, yo. We are back with John Mack and Dr. Twist. What's up? Oh, shit. Shit. We are excited. I got to turn this up a little bit because we are at the bar today. And welcome back, everyone. Shout out to our boy Dom in here. What up, Dom? Um, Dr. Twist, we got a certain comment for you, Dom. We want you to answer that uh, ASAP if you can. But anyways, my, my name is Vince T. <laughs> and along with me is Dr. Twisted. What's up, peeps? And we have a, I don't want to say special guest anymore. I feel like he's family now. Yeah. You know, we've seen I him did, around. I did yeah, because uh, the first time around, he learned how we get down here at the bar. And uh, yeah, I got pretty fucked up last time. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> John Mack, thanks for joining us again, bro. Cheers. Thanks Cheers, guys. Salud. Ah, uh, man, how you been? I've been good. Yeah? Yeah, I've been real good, actually. That's good. You've been uh, calm, calming down on the drinking, hopefully. Yeah. So I haven't, been, I haven't been drunk since I came back here. Bro, you know what's funny is that the very next morning I was leaving for work, and I was feeling it, and I'm yeah. like, oh, shit, man. I walk out, and I look across the street, and I still see the van there. <laughs> I start laughing. I was like, oh, shit. He's still posted up across the street. Hey, man, that, was, that was one of the funnest nights, and uh, like I told you off air, you, you have a... A lot of compliments from from our listeners, so thank you for doing that. Right um, on, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you guys. Oh man, uh, those who are listening. Oh. Yeah, it, it was dope. But uh, but you're back now. Um, yes. So one thing I did want to ask you since our, our last conversation, for those that haven't heard the first one, uh, you can go ahead and check that that podcast out. Um, I believe it's called Deep Thoughts, right? Deep yeah. Thoughts with John Mack. That that's on our SoundCloud. You Deep know, Thoughts all, and Whiskey Shots. Oh, Deep Deep Thoughts and Whiskey Shots. Because there was a lot of that happening. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. realize we just we polished off a whole bottle, and the show's like only an hour. Um, and I think it was a couple weeks after, like I just came out of a fight camp, so I wasn't even really drinking a lot. So I, I was having you a good time. Never though. Tell. I was, I was <laughs> having a good time though, so you I just went for tell, it. Man. Obviously, he didn't read the name in parentheses yeah, under Par Bar, where it says the Par Bar Show, aka. The Bad Influence Crew. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely us, man. <laughs> Had a good time. But, Had a good time. Um, so it's been about a couple months, maybe a month and a half sure. since the last time you came. Yeah. Uh, one yeah. thing I want to just kind of open up, uh, what is one thing that you learned about life in that in that time span? I, I know we learn about things every day, but uh, I'm looking forward to this answer from you. Oh, man. We're starting there already. Hey, bro, you okay. you brought it there last yeah, time. Yeah, Let's yeah, just pick okay, it right back okay, up. Okay. Man, went straight to the deep right. shots and whiskey thoughts. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Deep shots and whiskey thoughts. Oh. <laughs> I like okay. where you're going question with that again. One. Question again. Question again. Ask it again. Ask it again. So in that time span, uh, since you uh, since you left here the first time, uh -huh. what's uh, one thing that you learned about life or something that life has taught you, if anything? Um, don't say Jameson makes your answer. Nah, nah, not at all. Okay. <sighs> to, that to continue, that to stay in flow, you have to continually let go. Um, mm. And like letting go is not just something you learn once or master once or conquer once, uh, but it's something that continually happens throughout life. I mean, we can either resist it or we can learn to let go, which is obviously easier said than done. Right. Um, but since I've moved back to San Diego, so I moved to San Diego in May of last year. Uh, so when I came up to May of this year, the big question I asked myself is, well, what's here now? You know, and I think it's a question we should all ask ourselves of what's here now, like, is this, are you still doing what you want to do? Um, did you come here to do what you did? Kind of like this assessment period. Mm -hmm. um, I'm already going off topic, but to come back to that, like flow, that was part of how I wanted to live life moving forward when I came here. Mm. And so being in flow means like you're not in control. Flow is in control and you, you just have to kind of go with it. 
So I found myself in the time of our last podcast or me fighting to the time that we're here now of me kind of like forcing doors to happen and things kind of not going the way it should. And then realizing that that's the universe kind of telling me like, that's not your door. Like you think it's your door, but that's like ego that wants to walk through that door. Like that's not in flow anymore because I feel resistance and resistance is the antithesis of flow. And so if I feel resistance there, I need to let go of that. Whatever it is that I'm holding on to that I'm forcing to happen, I have to let go of that. I have to let go of that. And then the more I let go and then I tap back into flow and I, I, I let go of the worry too. You have to let go. Um, then it kind of takes me to where I need to be. And I feel like in the last couple of weeks, things have started to align. Um, and I don't know. I don't really know what the path is in front of me. It's like motherfucking Indiana Jones, like throwing the sand to like see the invisible <laughs> bridge. Like I don't really know what's in front of me, but I know I'm supposed to walk in that direction. So I'm just going to walk it and let go of whatever it is that I thought I wanted to do in the next few months. Hmm. That's dope, man. I know that the saying goes, uh, uh, mainly in like in, in religion that we talked about in our last conversation, but they say walk by faith, but I feel like you're, you walk by, by flow. At the, at this Ooh, point. I like, like that. that. I like oh, that. Sorry. I kind of get a truth on it. That's hey, what was good. Hey, like that. Hey. Yeah. Walk by flow. You want to know what's crazy? So at one point in my life, we talked about religion a little bit last time. Yeah. At one point in my life, I'll cheers to you first. I didn't even, I cheers you. I didn't even take a sip. It's, it's all right. I was like, all right, maybe you said fuck me. I don't know. <laughs> um, now nah, at one point in my life, I was hella religious. And Second uh, Corinthians 5, 7, if my memory serves me correctly, is that verse. We walk oh, by really? faith, not by sight. I think it's 2 Corinthians 5, 7. My cousin Vince uh, oh, is the one right. who brought me to church is the one who got me on that Bible verse talking about, you know, yeah, that yeah. energy. Um, for all you uh, practicing Catholics and Christians out there, if that is not the correct verse, I apologize. Uh, but that is something that I take from religion. I don't know how deep, we, I don't remember no. how deep we went into religion last time, but I feel like you can learn we, from we all didn't religions. Really, yeah. we, we just thought, the kind of, the organized yeah, yeah, part yeah, of yeah, it, but yeah, uh, yeah. for those that are in the chat that do know the verse, please let us know that way we can be correct. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. keep going, keep going. Yeah. I don't know. That's, that's it. That's it. Man, that, that flow thing is, uh, there's always something, um, when I talk to you, it's, it's like, I learned something new and it's not really like in like a fact or anything. It's more of like a, uh, a, a, a way to kind of go about life. I'm not saying like, you know, I've known you for a long time, but it's like, I just learned something like a new perspective of, of how to look at things. Cool, man. Yeah. That's uh, if that counts yeah, for anything. That counts for a lot. Okay. Yeah. It counts so, for a lot. And, and it was a short time. So like I've seen you, uh, when we went, we pulled up to Harlan, um, oh, yeah. one day. And, uh, even in that short amount of time, I was like, man, this guy really goes places by himself. I do. And, uh, yeah. He just like very, very <laughs> flows with the wind, if you want to call it. Um, but he pulled up by himself and like, it's like a step wasn't lost from the last time that I saw you until that point. So I think, um, you know, friendships like those, it's, it's very genuine, obviously. Um, but like, that's why I want to ask you that question is because I figure between that timeline, you would have something happen to you or you would have some kind of thought process, which is flow, right? Yep. It's flow. That's it, man. Mark, what you got flowing in your life, bro? Not a whole lot of shit, gas leaks and shit. <laughs> Just this chat right now, man. I'm looking at uh, Deep Rooted's uh, uh Yeah, shout out to Deep Rooted 619. The audio's hey. a little laggy, bro. We're trying to get it, man. Um, I, I try to do some audio tests, but um, we're going to get that fixed here within the next couple of weeks here. And tune in every week, bro. That way you can let us know. Well, the camera angle will probably be a lot better, right? Yeah. If he I said uh, <laughs> audio's laggy. He got a lot of uh, criticism, this guy, Deep Rooted 619. <laughs> Um, speaking of Deep Rooted 619 Make sure you guys check him out uh, Dom and friends Wherever they're playing at 
They play a lot down here in uh, three and one and, three JJ's, and one Island JJ's Island Grind. So the flyers are out. Uh, we'll do a better job of reposting. Mm-hmm. And um, since we're talking about music, real quick, shout out to uh, the boys, uh, Tin Roots. Shout out to Aaron and Chris and the whole crew. Uh, they're going to be playing at Tin Roof this Friday. Oh, shit. Um, it should be a good time. So I'm, we might head out there and fuck some shit up. I know, Lord knows I did that last time. Um, but we're not going to get into that tonight. Um, but yeah, John Mack is back in the house. Yep. Mark, what you got for John Mack? I know every time we talk about this guy, it's like, damn, like that was like one of our best best episodes the first time. So I started reading. It's a lot of pressure right there. I started reading your book. Okay. It's really hard for me to pin myself down and like dive into a book and keep going with it. But uh, I started reading your book and and... I was uh, really impressed on how you're able to draw the reader in mm. by the, the way that you describe everything, like describing, you know, the way that you felt warming up your confidence, but yet your fear, um, you know, your nervousness and all that, all the way into the fight and like in detail what it felt like and then what you heard and what you felt and then what you felt afterwards. And we're talking about when Broke your leg. Yeah. Right. And uh and I was sitting there, I was like, man, you know, this guy, he's very, very detailed in describing his feelings and putting it down for the reader to like jump into your shoes and be a part of that story. Right. And you made it really easy to do that. So I was like, next time I see this guy, I'm gonna let him know that. I, was, I really like that. Um, and that's the kind of thing that for me, it has to a, a book has to grab me to really keep me enthralled in it. Um, which it did, but like I said, it's just really hard for me to pin myself down long enough to sit and read. So I pick it up when I have the chance and I have a bookmark and I'll pick up and keep going from there, but I'm looking forward to finishing it so that we can really have a conversation about it. Yeah. You know? no. I'll, so I'll, here's I'll the thing. back to have that conversation. Just, just kind of like, like I'm taking John Mack's book as the way I take him in real life. So it's like, I feel like when I need it, like I'll read it like I, like when I need that kind of different thought process or whatever, like, like I'll go and read like a certain chapter or for a couple chapters. I'm like, all right, cool. Like I get it. Like what he's talking about. So I haven't, I haven't needed it that, in that point yet. So I haven't read it yet, but it's kind of like when I talk to you in person, like at random points, just like at Harlan, um, it just seems to like align and be, like, it's the right time. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's like one of those things, like it's unplanned, but it's like it, when things fall into place. So I think that's dope, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very, very descriptive, man. Thank I you, like man. That. Real quick, on that, shout out to three people who make that happen in my, say, writing ability. The first is Miss Forrest. Uh, she's retired now. Uh, but in writing essays, she always talked about having an attention grabber. Right. Um, and that was like a thing you learned in, in English. Oh, like transitions and lead-ins and quotes. And like, you know, you build essays based on these things. But that's where I remember learning that craft the first time. It's like how to grab someone's attention. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't grab their attention, then they don't really care to read whatever else you have there. Yeah, doesn't matter what else you wrote after that. Yeah, and then a couple other influences. Uh, Frank Gonzalez, who's one of the guys who helped me write the book, mm-hmm. he kind of really helped me open up that style. And then I had a friend when I was living in Costa Rica, another American, um, and he was an English teacher. So I had him like take a look. I was working on the manuscript at the time when I was living living there. Mm-hmm. And... He was like, man, your, your style really reminds me of uh, Ray Bradbury. You should read oh, wow. Fahrenheit 451 um, yeah. because he's, he's, a re- he's a really good master when it comes to like describing things. 
you know, that as, as, as if you're actually there, right. you know? Um, and so after I read, I, I went and I read that book at, at his recommendation and then I went back and I pretty much like, I didn't rewrite the entire book, but I really spent some time in the chapters instead of just like wanting to rush to finish the book of like, all right, now that I have this understanding, like I can learn from this master without him actually teaching me by right. just studying his style and how can I make it, how can I make it fit me? Uh-huh. You know, how can I tailor fit that to, to, to my, to my structure and my, my cadence and how I, how I speak and how I talk. Um, and I was, I feel like I really did a good job. You of did. You did a really so good I appreciate you acknowledging yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Very nice. Um, how, how was the book sales? The book sales were really great. Um, especially in the beginning, like when, when it was like the initial, like, Hey, I just published a book. Yeah. Um, and then in, in recently it's, it's funny. I, I haven't been doing any like promoting or anything for it like that. Nah. Uh, other than like, I'll, I'll give it to people as gifts or things like that. Um, but I've, I've been getting a lot of, you know, still like people like inquiring or getting this, uh, the audiobook is really cool. Uh, that's one of the things I was going to tell you. I um, did. I started, I listened to that a little bit just cause I wanted to hear it. You know, the way that I was reading it, I wanted to hear you read it, Yeah. you know, and, and kind of put, your, your emotion of how you're delivering it into the way that I'm reading it, you know, so I don't misinterpret what it is that you're putting out there, how you, your message, how you're putting it out there. For sure. If that makes any sense. Yeah. No, the audiobook was cool. Cause I really got to, uh, put the intended energy into the words yeah. to give it life, yeah. you know, um, the, the way I felt it or the way yeah, I, cause nobody it. can do that except for you. Yeah. You know? I could do it. <laughs> Give me a few beers. I could do the shit. Don't tell me I can't do shit. I'm next to John Mack right now. No, you know what's cool is if you, you read through the uh, first few pages of the book and you have the, what do they call it, testimonials? Yeah. Right, from all the other people that read it and they give their, their testimony on what they read and on you as a person. Um, yeah. Really impressive with the, when you look at the names um, and what they're saying about you, you know, how they, how they portray you, how they know you. That was really impressive. I was like, wow, this guy, he, he knows people. Yeah. You know, and I mean, just from the conversations that we've had, I could see why they would look at you that way, you mm. know, and, and get that feeling about you because you are genuine, you know, oh, you're, for sure. you're, you're real as hell. And I think um, that's, that's one reason why we really like fuck with this guy. Right. Yeah, it's he's like just down earth. We, we, we could see him like on the, on the sidewalk and just go like we're here at the bar. Right. Yeah. Um, real quick shout out to everyone in the chat. Our chat is growing Uh, shout out to uh, once again, deep rooted. Uh, we we what have a Dom? Uh, yeah, shout out to Dom. Shout out to my wife that's watching in right now. Uh, shout out to my uncle Andrew. First time chat uh, here. Hey. First time view on our on our on our page. Uh, so Dom actually asked us to ask you about oh. statement versus questions. Yep. <laughs> and I don't know if this is this is a Dom's okay. own kind of kind of segue into finding out some answers, but nah, nah, uh, not this at is brand new to us. Not so so what is that about? Uh, so Dom and I Dom and I get to have a lot of these conversations. Uh. You know, you talk about like deep thoughts and whiskey shots type of thing, but like sure. the conversations that we're having, I get to have with Dom on a, on a more regular basis Nice, um, because I see him on a more regular basis. Sure. Um, hey, real quick, before you go into that, yep. next time you go into that talk with him, ask him where the hell my, <laughs> ask him where the hell my GoPro is since he's not getting the hint in the chat. That's a, I think that's another deep thought and whiskey shot right there. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Pour those out. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so statements, statements, states, statements versus questions. Yeah. Um, statements are a fixed point 
Um, you, yeah. you say something and, and it already is. I don't want to do that because or I have this or um, I want that. These are these are these are points that just it, it's, it's very limiting. It's a fixed point. Whereas questions then become open ended. It allows you to see from what we talked about earlier, a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you just ask the questions instead of saying like or me telling you what to do and say like what what would you like to do? You know, like what is it that you really want? You know, is that what you want? Why do you want that? I feel like what you're saying right now is like statements versus questions could define a lot of persons, like somebody's personality to a certain extent. I'm sure it can. I'm sure it can. I think, I think what questions versus statements does is when you, when you start to lean more towards a question based approach to your situation, problem, obstacle, whatever it is versus mm -hmm. a statement, it allows you to see it from multiple perspectives um, because questions allow you to figure out what's really there. A lot of the times I, I think we already have, we already have a statement. I don't like that. Well, have you ever tried it? No. It's a statement. You've already closed yourself off. Right. You know, well, what does it taste like? Okay. Like, you know, what's the texture? Maybe I don't like that texture. Why don't I like that? Questions allow you to at least be open to something. It allows something to grow. If you have a statement about anything, especially like that, so you already you already knew you already knew what to say. Yeah. Why? Because that's how people are. It's kind of natural. Yeah. I mean, we've well, all been it, there. Is it natural or is it just is it common because that's all we know, and so we say it's natural? Well, it's natural because it's all we know. I mean, there's there's, I mean, there's very few people like yourself that would probably take that approach of like that at least that I know of like I'm you know that would take that that first approach of thinking like maybe I don't know everything or maybe I don't know if I like it because I haven't tried it or if anybody's out there who thinks I know everything you don't fucking know anything oh that that's a you should put that the shit more up. you know the more you realize you don't know shit yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why you gotta ask questions right that's, why you, gotta ask that's questions. why you ask questions and and also accept that you're never going to know everything. Oh man, that you're that is never so gonna awesome. know everything. So just fucking relax and have a good time in life. No, yeah. So, you know. so like, I'm sure you met like a handful of people like that, right? Yes. I mean, not saying like either they're close to you or not, or yes. um, yeah. you know, I have. Um, like, so like, let's an example. I'm not saying that it is. But let's say it's somebody close in your family. Mm -hmm. um, how do you even like approach people like with this kind of mindset? What do you mean? How do I approach people? Or with do this you mindset? even like? Let's say, let's say, like, like you just told everyone, like everyone just have a good time in life. Just realize you don't really know anything. I'm not saying that everyone is dumb, you know, but, um, but it's like, when, like, ah, what I'm gonna say? It's it's like, because I, I know what you mean. Like, I I know I don't know a lot, meaning I'm not dumb, but there's a lot of things that I don't know. Yeah. And so when I take that approach in life, it's like. I don't know, let's say the person that's walking down the street, like it could be a homeless man up the street. I don't know exactly what he's been through. I'm, some of the first thoughts, you know, he might just be cracked out. It's not uncommon here. Right. But at the same point, I don't know what he's been through. He could have lost his family. He could have lost a whole bunch of things. Like, I don't know the, what happened in his lifespan. So it's like, to kind of be open-minded and trying to teach that, uh, that approach to certain people. Like, it, it, is that even, I know it's possible, but. 
It is okay. It is possible, but you can also just only lead a horse to water. You can't force it to drink. Sure. Um, I think a younger me. I know a younger me uh, wanted to. I don't want to say change people, but uh, get them to see life differently. Influence them. Uh, in influence them because I I I feel what how good it feels to be free, uh, how to free yourself from your mind and the cage that it's been put in. But I realized it's it became a little tiresome uh, because one, it was my ego running around thinking I was here to save the world, right? <laughs> sure. not, not not serious, not, but, not, you, know, but yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then coming to the acceptance that like you don't have the power to change anybody. Mm. Like really, the only person you have the power to change is yourself. And so all I uh, started to do is just focus on changing myself and being who I am. And in the process if it influences you, if we connect, if we vibrate and you're able to kind of catch some of that, then cool. And like, if I can put myself in a position like this on a platform where I can share my thoughts, then awesome. But like, I'm not trying to force anybody to see how I, I see life because like when people talk about like world peace, now that's kind of a whole fucking different thing, right? I, I just don't think that will ever exist. Not because I have no hope for peace, because like there's so many different minds and there's so many different perspectives on how to live life and what's important. And so for someone to think to have world peace, that means you would have to get everybody to think and feel exactly the same because we would all have to agree on something. And I just feel like that's, that's actually not something that's going to happen. Right. You know? And I so I want that. Yeah. You know, diversity is part of life's beauty. You know what I mean? If everything was the same, it would be boring. You know, that's no, why, that's yeah. why, that's why we travel. That's why we go out and experience different things. Um, I'm definitely getting off tangent. No, go sure. roll with it, man. But where were we going? Now let's pull it back. Let's pull it back. No, what I we're going myself. Is, uh, isn't it the cheers? That's what oh, we're about to do. Shit. So, now we're really not going to know where the I fuck we're going. John back by now. Is that as soon as he goes on tangent, it's time for another show. Oh cheers, damn! So. All right. Tangent. There you go. I think statements mm. or comments made by people that are not willing to hear, listen, or ask questions uh, kind of narrows them down and defines them and their personality and how they are, right? Where somebody who will ask questions and learn, those are the ones that you usually find will be the ones that are quiet. They sit back and observe and listen, right? Because sometimes the best best way to speak is to say nothing at all because you just sit back and you learn you educate yourself based off of what you're hearing that expands your mind, your library of thought. And then later on, if you make a comment, make a statement, it's based off of something that you've learned just by sitting back, listening, not commenting, not even asking a question. Right. Um, I think what's common today is people listen to comment or respond rather than to hear. So there's a lot yeah, of, there's a lot of comments, a lot of statements rather than questions, you know, to inquire more about the other person's side or opinion or point yeah. of view. And it's a lot of repetitive state yeah. statements if I were to. Because everybody just that. wants to be heard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody wants to be heard, whether they're right or wrong. And in their mind, they're probably telling themselves they're right. All right. But not, nobody wants to be wrong. So, you know, it's a strong, strong comment, strong opinions about things, statements without asking the right questions. Right. Or without asking questions, period. So, I don't know. It's kind of a weird, weird thought for me, but I, I sit back and I deal with shit like this on a daily with people and 
a lot of times I just kind of the quiet guy in the corner of the room just listening, you know. And he, he who knows does not speak. He who speaks does not know. Yeah. Lao Tzu. Yeah. Right? Where does that quote come from? Lao Tzu, he wrote the Tao Te Ching, um, 2500 BC. So like, what? Huh. you know what I mean? Like, Cause I, no, basically I'm, one of those. So, so Lao Tzu, the translation of Lao Tzu actually, I think just means like old man or something like that. Um, and there's always this, you know, mystic behind like, was he even really real or whatnot? But it's basically the Tao Te Ching is a book of 81 verses um, that talks about like the wisdom of life, like the the way of this is the way, you know, the <laughs> this is this is the flow. And so um, during this, I actually talk about the Tao Te Ching in Exit the Dragon because in my search for truth and light and understanding of life, um, I entered I entered a realm of Eastern philosophy. Um, mm. He was one of the people I ran into um, who became a mentor uh, of mine. And I feel like a side tangent on that, you can have mentors that are not alive. Like I feel like I learned a lot from him and, and he was a mentor for me. Same with people like Bruce Lee or even say someone who, you know, uh, something completely different like reading Ray Bradbury. I can learn from his style to, to, to create that and be my own. Um, but yeah, to go back to your question, Lao Tzu, he wrote the Tao Te Ching. It's considered one of the wisest books uh, of like the way of life of nature. That's dope. See, I always learn something around you, bro. It's like it's some <laughs> shit. Like I, I, I never. It was an honest question. Like I didn't know. Yeah, who. no, it's good. I, I've seen all these quotes, but I, I, I never done the research, like to know who these people are that came up with these thoughts. So, like, that's more intriguing to me than the, the, the requote, if you want to call it. Um, but so you mentioned that people can be mentors without actually being physically here. Who would yeah. be like one of your mentors that aren't physically here besides Lao Tzu? If the, I mean, I would say one of the biggest influence I had is Bruce Lee. Really? Like that, without a doubt. And like when I was a kid, it was Bruce Lee as a martial artist, right? I only saw that, uh, I only saw that piece of the Only pie, that part, right? Yeah. Fucking had some nunchucks, you know what I'm saying? I'm fucking <laughs> going Bruce around. People's ass I'm like fucking shit. kicking light switches off my feet. Like, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Get mad at you and shit. <laughs> right? So like I, I admired him for his martial ability because obviously I was a martial artist, right? So you look up to someone like that. Uh, and then as I got older, actually it was after I broke my leg, I had a friend give me a book called The Warrior Within. And he was like, it's a Bruce Lee book, but it's really just about his philosophy on life and philosophy on fighting. It's like, it's a philosophy book, basically. And I read it and that's actually was my one of the first times I heard of uh, Lao Tzu uh, and the Tao Te Ching. Through, through Bruce Lee. Through Bruce Lee, ah. you know? And then I, you know, was picking up all these people from Bruce Lee who he studied and so then I began to study who he studied because he obviously had those influences, the Alan Watts, the, all these things. Um, and that led me into other rabbit holes. And then I started reading all these other Napoleon Hill. And then I realized that like, oh shoot, like, you know, Bruce Lee had a definite chief aim and that was learned from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So then I'm going to go read that book. And I basically just started to connect the dots on, you know, the things that Bruce Lee said, like a lot of the quotes that I grew up quoting or even now are still powerful. He's actually not the originator of the quote. And there's these older, you know, like philosophers who were the originators of those quotes, but because the people of the time aren't studying the old philosophers, they just attributed it to Bruce Lee. Not that he's claiming to, not that he's, and he, and he never claimed it to be his own. It's just been attributed to him um, during that time period because people aren't studying the, the old Stoics or the Aristotles or the Plato's or the whatever it is. It's just, yeah. That's not what people do, right? What would we do? We keep it with the Kardashians. 
The fuck? <laughs> yeah, the fuck? <laughs> no offense. Uh, no offense. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, about the most basic wasting, shit over here. Wasting, waste, wasting your time worrying about other people's lives. And sure. I, you know, exactly. So, uh, real quick, same question to Mark. Um, you have any uh, mentors that aren't physically here, like that you've uh, came across in your lifetime? Um, I'll be honest. No. Cool. Yeah. I'll be honest. I've I've never been one to and of, of my fault of my own, you know, sit down and like uh read anything that had to do with philosophy or anything like that. Um I mean I've had obviously people that have influenced me in life, you know, whether living or you know not. But yeah, no. Nah. Nothing in that sense. No, that's cool, yeah. man. Like, it's not it's not for everyone, for sure. Like, yeah. uh, just like myself, like my influences have always been people that I know, yeah. family, uh, you know, friends and people that I can actually talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's I'm, just, and I'm not a deep thinker like this. No, like, I'm not, not really. That's not, what I'm saying. That's know, why I appreciate him yeah. so much for, for kind of breaking these things down is because it kind of gives me a, a, a new kind of avenue to mm-hmm. maybe think outside the box. I'm not saying I'm going to be like John Mack. I'm just saying, like... I'm I wouldn't like, want I, you to be me. I no, would want you to be you. No, I definitely don't want to be anybody else but me. <laughs> and that's, I know that for sure. But I just kind of like think, I'm like, all right, maybe like, if, you know, I think about this one thing the same way every time I kind of go down this avenue, I might want to take like a new route. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I think that's one thing I did learn from you uh, just from our, our very few conversations, which, um, you're, you know, you're a very contagious person, not in the negative sense, but, you know. <laughs> Shit, you ain't got COVID and shit. Like, you know what I mean? But uh um, girls, I'm not contagious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good for for all the girls out there. He's not he's very yeah, un- I'm not a contagious person over here, guys. <laughs> he's all fucked. Why you gotta say that? <laughs> um oh shit, man. We forgot to drop it. Once again, you're on the Par Bar Show here on Island City where the Beats meets the street hots. <laughs> We're sitting here with John Mack. It's a great time as always with him. What's good? Uh, Thanks doc, for having me again. Twisted. Um, we're only two shots in, and uh, that's a lot less than what we had uh, last time he was here. You know, you know what I can say. Like what I just mentioned about not being that deep thinker like this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> but things I appreciate these people. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I appreciate people like him that that do dive down that rabbit hole of thought. Um, that do follow the the philosophical quotes or teachings of other people. Um, because somebody has to. You know, if it's not me, I'd like to hear other people that do when they speak about it. And uh, like I said, sometimes listening is the best tool. Like for me, listening yeah. and hearing is the best tool. Um, if I feel like diving down that hole after I hear something, I'll do it. You know, I'll look into it a little bit more. But I've always appreciated people that, that do. Yeah, because um, they invest their time, they invest exactly. their life in like, and like going down this route that they have no clue what they're about to get into. Yeah. Like you said, you, Every you corner is a blind corner, corner, right? Yeah. So just... <laughs> right every for corner sure. is a blind corner until yeah. they get yeah. there and then oh okay and there's another light opened up for me that's cool. yeah speaking of light uh john mack has uh opened up a new light uh that he's uh he's been where, where are you working at now man oh i just i just started a new job he's at, working at the bar light yo <laughs> that's what we're talking about uh, oh. yeah, I, just, I, I just started a new job at park and rec uh in university heights oh man me and mark gotta go down there and uh fuck with john mack yeah. um <laughs> going to pick a bar so, fight i mean see what, 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 uh, what kind of led you there uh, flow led me there. <laughs> flow. No, okay. So, so here's the thing. Like, um, I had been working at, I juggle multiple jobs just because I enjoy variety. Because you're Jamaican? Because I'm Jamaican. I was going to say, I was actually going to say, I was actually going to say, you're Jamaican? Um, 
jobless, jobless. Um, yeah, because there's just like, there's, there's lots of hats that I like to wear. Lots of hats that I like to wear. So there's lots of things that I like to do. So I don't like to give everything to one area because then the other parts of me don't get to be satisfied or whatnot. Anyways, um, I was at that point when, you know, I was telling like, May, okay, are you still doing the things that you want to do? Like kind of this assessment. And um, I was working at REI as one of my part-time jobs, which was an investment to get into the van. I need to meet right. these type of people. Like right. I need to get yeah. these things. Like this is the network that I want to connect with. Um, and then I just wanted to change up the energy and I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I was just kind of like putting feelers out in different directions and just like just seeing who's hiring or what I, what even, what I even wanted to do. And it was my homie's, uh, graduation. Uh, he got his DPT. It says doctor in physical therapy. Shout out to Todd McKay. Congrats on that, bro. Oh, man, congrats. Right, brother. Hey, what is, you said DPT? Yeah. Isn't that a rap group? <laughs> That's DTP, my bad. <laughs> OPP. Oh shit. Yeah. You know me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you motherfuckers. <laughs> Um, no, so I was there, uh, supporting him for his graduation. And, uh, I ran into a friend who I train with at the arena I roll with. I was like, Oh shit, do you work here? And he was like, I'm the general manager here, bro. And I was like, Oh, oh shit, shit. The manager here. Oh, I was like, are shit. you guys hiring? And he was like, yeah, we could use uh, actually, we could use some security guards on this night, this night. And I was like, well, I'm trying to get behind the bar at some point, but like, I'm down. Like, I'm just, I'm just looking for change. Right. I'm just like uh, allowing yeah. myself to be open to whatever's there. Yeah. And that was part of flow. Flow took me there and it happened to be that I know this guy. He also does jujitsu, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then one thing led to the next. And so, uh, yeah, I just, I just started there. I'm going to be doing security. I'm going to be bar back. Hey man, one thing when you go into a new job, don't say you're looking for change because they're going to not pay your ass. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. You say, I'm looking for change. All right. Yeah, you guys, I'll give you some change. Yeah, I'll give you some 50 cents a night yeah. sound. Some change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, real quick, shout out to the chat once again. We got some new people in here. Shout well, shout out to Kiki the Fat Kid. She ain't new. Um, let's see, shout Randall Dazzle. Who's Randall Dazzle? Oh, Randall Dazzle. You know Randall Dazzle? I'm I'm pretty sure I know who Randall Dazzle is. Uh, what I ran? He said DPG Dog Crown Gangsters. Yes, I <laughs> I really love that group. Uh, you say Kiki the Fat Kid already? Yeah, Kiki yeah. the Fat Kid already there. Um, we're not gonna give her any more attention that we need to. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You got to go home to um, that. Let's see. Uh, pain. What is it? What? Pain. Yeah. Pain. Pain, something. pain hub. Something. Yeah. He says that he read your he book. Actually, he or she actually read your book. So if Dope. you know who that is. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so. you. Hit me up. I want to hear about it. I want to hear your thoughts. Actually, Man. go meet him over at Park and Rec. Yeah. With us. And Fly so through. actually, we should do a show at Park and Rec. Us oh, three. shit. That should be dope. You didn't bring all this shit? Yeah, do. I'll do it. Okay. Hey, have, have mics will travel. Damn, have I'll, mics will travel. Yeah. Well, they say walk by flow. I want to see the Jameson flow in my damn okay, shot glass. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, tell your general manager friend that we want to bring the power bar down there. All right. And uh, we'll do it during the slow, slower hours. Cool. And uh, we'll set it up. And We'll, we'll manifest we'll, it. Manifest it. And if we hang around too long, we might even do have some karaoke that night. They ain't got no karaoke. <laughs> hey, you be DJing some karaoke. Dude. No, I'll do. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> back on track once again, guys. We have uh, John Mack here. Um, yeah, John Mack. So, like, after the very first time you came here, I just kind of like it. Took me one more time to listen to our episode as if I wasn't here, um, and that's only because there was a lot of gems in that that episode that uh, we kind of had to digest. Um, <laughs> Not only digest gems, but digested a whole bunch of alcohol that night. Yeah, yeah, and um, I was fucked up. 
Well, sorry about that, man. That's a good indoctrination yeah. for him. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> hey, man. It was like freshman hazing, right? Like, that happens. See, the thing is, people don't really realize when they come here, they're really going to drink. Yeah. And uh, you found out that night that we don't play. Yeah. Um, but the only thing we didn't have that night was the goat. The goat was back on the farm. Oh, yeah. So we're not, we're not going yeah, we'll, to. Yeah, we won't bring yet. the goat up. Yeah. It's a special hazing for yeah. the third time guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're coming back next right, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, no. Oh, real quick. Uh, while people are in the chat. Because um, you mentioned last time that you kind of did like little Polynesian drumming or whatnot. Oh, I did uh, for a little bit, just for like a few months. It's, it's, it's cool. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but my first, my first fucking performance was at the motherfucking Warrior game. Oh, shit. That's a hell of a performance. Yeah, I was, I was pretty nervous. I mean, it wasn't solo. I was like, you know. You were in the back? I was with everybody else. So like yeah. if, I, if I was ready, to, if I felt like I was about to fuck up, I just wouldn't play. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways. We're going to be performing this hey. Sunday at the Del Mar Fair. Shout out to my wife. She's in the chat. Uh, Napoli Lima will be on stage at 3.30 p.m. on, uh, I don't know the stage name, but it's on the kitty side. Yeah. Uh, but me and Mark will be out there doing our thing. Um, my first show as a, as a drummer. For Are you sure. drumming too? Yeah, yeah Mark is oh, drumming shit. too. Yeah, so, hey, John, make sure you come out. Oh, fuck. You know, I ain't there yet. <laughs> so they asked me to drum. And to do, do do the Tahitian. So I was like, oh, yeah. Jump on the Tweety, you know, something. And and then they asked me, can you bring your bongos? And I'm all. This shit is not Latin. It ain't salsa night, son. Shit, like, what the right, fuck? man. I'll bring my bongos. Dude, I fuck but, Mark wanted to play the Tweety. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but listening to the playback. It's just dope. It's, it does. It it's sounds dope. dope with the bongos in the background because it's oh, just a different accent. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little different it's sound on different. the fillers. You know? I mean, uh, so uh, correction, it, it is the infield stage. The infield stage. Oh, so okay. We'll yeah, that's where all the kitty rides yeah, and stuff yeah. right. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be out there this this weekend. I'm I'm super stoked. It's my first bigger one. I mean. Wait, what day is that? It's Sunday. Uh, the Sunday the 12th. 12th. Sunday yeah. the 12th. Yeah. What time? 3.30. All right. Oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Oh, oh shit! We might oh, have a I, John. Nah, don't do nah, that. Nah, right. I didn't do your ass right now. Might have nah, a guest drummer. It. Nah, he, he, he said. I do, he like to, I do like to dance. I do like to dance, but I'm I'm cool. Hey, I, I, have too many, I have too many hobbies as it is. You can man, dance you with a. Flow, a you can dance with a. Uh, uh, you got a flow, man. You just got to yeah. go with the flow. If the flow and the wind brings you on the stage, <laughs> dance with a fatete on his lap too. Hey, don't be dancing with my drum on fucking lap. <laughs> this ain't that kind of show, bro. John Mack shows up in my yeah. yeah. It's the John Mack show, bitches. No, no hell no. Just like that, you guys know you listen to the part of our show on <laughs> Island City where a biatch meets the striats. John Mack is here. Um, we got about 20 minutes more or less. Uh, so tell us, John, what you been up to? Are you still fighting? Are you doing the, uh, are you taking a break from that? Uh, are you, you just following the flow with it right now? I'm following the flow. Cool. So All in right. the beginning, okay, this is, per- this is a perfect example. Right after that fight, I wanted to fight immediately. Mm-hmm. I wanted to fight immediately because I felt like, oh man, I didn't satisfy my the urge that pulled me into fighting. I wanted to, I wanted to explore flow and play, which I did. And I was able to like, um, I was able to execute what I wanted to execute, but my opponent didn't allow me to do what I really wanted to do. Meaning like, now was that your opponent's fault? It's not, it's not my opponent's fault. Uh, but for what I wanted to experience, I needed more danger. I needed, I needed, I, I needed a better dancing partner. Yeah. I feel you. 
Okay. Right? Okay. Because if, talk, I, don't have, if, if yeah, I don't have a good dancing partner, what am I going to do? I'm just going to fucking two step in front of you. No, I remember right? this from the last conversation you know that I mean? you, you were saying that right. it okay. wasn't that 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 challenge that you were exactly. For. Yeah. Okay, so ego really wanted to fight right away. Mm. I wanted to fight April. I wanted to fight. Are we doing another one of these? Hey man, I was trying to go around you so you yeah. know you didn't feel the pressure. Okay. But, all right, let's all do right. it. Since you brought light this is pure it. pressure. You see that, people? Pure don't, pressure. Don't put that shit on this. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now he sounds like Pahu. Yeah, shout out to our boy Pahu. Uh, no, so like I wanted to make a fight happen like in April. I wanted to make a fight happen in June. But a couple weeks after, I don't know if I talked about this, but a few weeks after the fight, actually the week after I felt it a little bit, but two weeks after I tore my calf muscle. Oh, that, um, was, the, that was the... the universe telling you to slow down bro it was telling me to slow down because like going into it it was just this idea of like let's just do one fight and then like let's pause and reassess if this is what you want to do flow was taking me there and so i was trusting it even though it was like dude you fucking retired like you haven't fought in 10 years but because i was listening to flow and flow was like there's something here i was i was going with it and it took me there and then i continued to force that direction but flow Mm. was taking me somewhere else because after the flow is the ebb Mm-hmm. And it was pulling me away from it. But it was like, no, no, no. I, I still want that. I still want that. I'm like following the shoreline. I want to fight. I want to fight. I want to fight. And then like I tear my calf. It's like, hey, motherfucker, you just, you didn't even give yourself an actual time to say like, do you want to fight? And I was like, yes. Like, no, you didn't even think about it. You just said yes, because like you're jonesing for a fight right now, you know, but like, let's pause. Like that's, this is not the only hat that you wear. Talk about variety. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into writing a lot, back into writing a lot during this time off. Like after the fight, because I was going to this, like, what am I doing? I'm like forcing this to happen, but it's not in flow because I feel myself forcing it. I'm forcing this thing to happen, but it's like this other fight that fell into my lap, like it was just so natural and in alignment and flow, but these ones don't feel that way. And so since they don't feel in flow, I need to let those go. Like the fighting thing will still mm. happen, but it's just not right now. It's not, the timing is not right. You're forcing the timing because ego wants that to happen now, but there's something else that's supposed to happen. And once I finally let go of that, like I got back into blogging. I've been writing blogs. I haven't posted anything yet. I think I'm going to post the first one this Sunday. Nice. Um, and then my goal is to post every week. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of writing. I, yeah. I do have a bunch of things that I've been working on, like outside of that, like putting on the writer hat instead of the fighter hat. Uh, I would like to fight again, hundred percent. If I can fight again this year, I would love to fight again this year. But it's what's more important is not fighting this year. What's more important is being in flow. So if it is in flow, I will, I will hundred percent fight this year. Cause I would love to fight. Uh, <laughs> but sure. if flow is taking me somewhere else, like that's, that's the higher priority, you know, the st- staying in flow, like wherever the flow is taking me is where I'm supposed to be. Uh, and I feel like the flow took me to park and rec. The flow took me back here. So I'm just here to play with flow. Oh shit. We're part of the flow. You're part of the flow. Hey, real, if like, you don't know, ser- now you know. Ser- serious question. Like, so like you said, let, you mentioned letting go a lot. Yeah. Um, I guess what's, what's one thing that, like, it's really, like, I don't say hurt you that you had to let go, but it was, like, one thing that you really wanted, but you knew you had to let it go. Uh, when I got a divorce. Mm. When I got a divorce. Uh, it was the second time I had to let go of something. So, the he- okay, so the very first, since we're talking about the book, was when I, I broke my leg. I snapped my shin in half, and... My life shattered. My whole identity of who I was just like fell to pieces. And so the illusion was gone. You know, the wizard's curtain had fallen. And it was like, that's when I started reading. I didn't start reading until I was in my mid-20s. And it was out of almost a necessity of panic of what is happening with my life. What is even real? 
you know? And because I had so much time off, I have a broken leg, I can't fucking do shit. That's just, I got nothing else to do. So I guess I'm going to fucking read, you know? And that's what started it. Um, so letting go of fighting, when I walked away from fighting the first time, uh, that was the first time where flow was taking me away. That was my first, like, uh, that was my first, like, really relationship with flow is like, I feel flow is taking me. I, I walked away on a three fight win streak, right? That's like weird. why, why, yeah. why would somebody why do that? Yeah. You know, but like flow is taking me elsewhere. So I was like, I guess I have to let go of this. Did but you this know is, that it was flow or you had to figure that out? Um, I didn't know it was flow yet, but it was about trusting in the universe. Mm -hmm. Now I have a little bit more, uh, understanding of flow. Cause I've played with it for the last 10 years, you know? So I, I have a better appreciation of what it is and what it feels like and what the gut feelings are and how to listen to it and how to slow down and how to hold space for myself. Like I, I have a better relationship with, just like you relationship with anybody, you're friends with someone for 10 years, you know that person a lot better. Right, right. Like I've had so many more interactions with flow and like being mindful about my interactions with flow that I have a, a different appreciation for it. Um, but I would say the harder thing to let go of, yet it took me faster to heal because of the first time, because I learned a lot of lessons in it, mm -hmm. right? When I broke my leg, I had zero lessons. It was like the huge learning curve of how to let go of something that you love more than anything. Uh, and then when I ended up having to get a divorce, um, it was like, oh shit, like this is a different situation, but like, I know what this feels like to just like be so down here. And I know the way to get out of this is through healing and the way to heal is to let go. But it's obviously always easier said than done, but it's like, you've done this before, John, like, you know, what needs to be done in order to heal from this. Um, but it involves you letting go. And it's like the two most simplest words, like, you, like a word, a word is basically like a few letters put together, right? Let go a three letter word, a two letter word. It's like two words in one sentence. It's like the most simple thing you can possibly have. Probably the one of the most hardest things to ever do in life. Yeah. People think that simple means easy. Simple is not a synonym for easy. <laughs> yeah. It is not for sure. Simple is not a synonym for easy. Um, but because I've had experience in letting go, it was like, listen, you can either be in pain for a very long time or you can apply the shit that you learned and exit the dragon, which was crazy because when I was going through the divorce and I was going through the breakup, I was recording the audiobook for exit the dragon. No and way. And so when I would go home after the recording, I have to listen for any glitches or any mess ups or like take timestamps, like yeah, part yeah, of the yeah. editing process. And so I would be closing my eyes, listening to myself narrate this book. And the narrator, the narrator, yourself. yeah, the narrator is talking about a younger me, right? So I'm, I'm telling myself like in the past, like a younger version of myself, exactly what I need to hear in the present moment. And so it's literally like me coaching myself because it's in my fucking voice. Like it's okay to let go. It's okay to like, you know, walk by faith or walk by flow. Like just trust. You have to let go like that, you know, that type of thing. And it was like, holy shit, I'm literally coaching myself through this fucking divorce right now. And like, people were like, oh, people were like, I can't believe like how fast you healed from that. And I'm like, I know this sounds crazy, but like, I feel like I somehow healed myself through listening to myself, tell myself what I used to do. Or like, <laughs> it was this crazy fucking matrix inception. Like, <laughs> so it's a trip though, right? Cause you think about that and it was a, a thing of, you know, at the time of the divorce, you're probably feeling a little, a little lost and everything, right? With everything that's going on. And then when sitting there listening to yourself, you come to the realization that, what you were looking for, you knew it all along and you had to hear yourself say it to yourself again, narrating your book to you. Yeah. Right? We, we, we go through, we go through things in life more than one time. Yeah. And like the first lesson that I learned is like, and that was like, <sighs> the Phoenix dies more than once. 
Mm. Right. And I have a Phoenix tattoo on the leg that I broke. Um, and it's in full color versus like the black and red dragon that I have on my chest. Because was that it was, before or after you broke it? So the Phoenix is after I broke it. Okay. And the reason I got in full color is because it was like Pleasantville. Like, you know what I mean? Like obviously in Pleasantville, we're talk, yeah. talking about like seeing it differently after sex. But like in, in this version, it's like I had an awakening and I, I was, all of a sudden I saw life completely different. Wow. Um, and then so when this happened again, it was like the reminder like, hey, you knew you were going to die again because the, the Phoenix like is just an ending, an ending cycle, right? It, it dies, it goes into the ashes, it gets reborn from the ashes. And it's like, all right, there's some type of second evolution here, a second awakening or second whatever it is that you're going through. But like, you've been through a disaster before, you've been through heartbreak before, you know what it's like to have to let go of the one thing that you have the most attachment to. But when you're able to let go of the one thing that you have the most attachment to, the one thing that you love more than anything, and if you can let go of that, then all of a sudden you can get let go of anything. And how much do you let go? Like you have to let go of it completely. Like all you have to let go of it completely of it. because, like, here's the thing. Like, okay, so uh, Sparknote version. Okay, because like I'm not here. I'm not here to like um, to talk shit about my my ex wife at all. Like this ain't no fucking Johnny no, Depp no, Amber no, Heard type shit, right? No. Like, because like I have I'll, I honestly only have love and compassion for her. Like, if anybody who's listening who like knows her or if she's listening, like I have nothing but love. Or my sure. ex-wife and all that. Right? I don't think that was the avenue that we try to take during uh, this time. 100%. Topic I didn't think you guys were trying to take it yeah. there. But just to put it into perspective, right, for for listeners who don't know me and I yeah. can have some kind of backstory to this, like, moved to San Diego in May of last year. I had a, got a divorce in February. Um, obviously, when you get the divorce, it wasn't like something just happened right there. Like, there was, like, things that led up to that point. Right. Um, without having in, to go into all the details of that. No. Um, we basically got a divorce and, uh, a few weeks after we had gotten a divorce, um, I found out she was pregnant. Uh, so it was a really, it was a really heavy dagger, um, in my chest. Sure. Um, it was, it was a really, it was a really hard pill to swallow. Uh, and we're all human and we all, we all make mistakes and, Nobody, nobody's perfect. And we do like it, like to go back to the Bible, you know, like maybe I'm not religious now, but like I, I grew up Catholic and then Christian and I, and I learned a lot of lessons from, from those religions. Yeah. Um, and it's like, he who has no sin cast the first stone, you know? And so it's like, if we can really actually apply those things that we're learning from that, then, then we can actually live as the Jesuses and the Buddhas did of like, to really just have love and compassion. Like, right. yeah, I had to, I had this terrible death. Like life moves on and, and if I carry anything with me, talk about letting go. If I carry anything with me, if I carry any hurt, like, fuck that bitch. Like I, first of all, I never said, I never said that. I never like told, told her that. I never even said that out loud in like anything like. No, I think it, you're just using it, it as an example. It, as, what, the as an the example. general term of what we kind of hear outside. Yeah, of the, yeah. Yeah. You know, like, oh, that's my, yeah. my, my baby dad. Like they, yeah. people talk so much crap about someone that they once loved. You were yeah, obviously exactly. with that person at exactly. some point. You obviously were in love with that person because you were with that person. So like. You know, like if I, if I, if I carry any hate or hurt or resentment or shame or guilt or any of those emotions, right? There's so many words we can use to put around that energy. You know, that energy doesn't feel good down there. Right. Um, if I hold on to any of that, she doesn't know if I'm holding on to it or not. Mm. I'm just carrying that with me around holding on to it for, for life is slower that way. Like I backpacked through Southeast Asia, 
with my ex-wife actually uh, for like damn near 10 weeks. And we only had like a week's worth of clothing. Like you have to travel light because you have no choice. Mm-hmm. Now imagine if we're trying to backpack the word backpacking through Southeast Asia, but we got like two big rollers full it's of like all work. the shit. Yeah. It's not going to work. And then I have my backpack and I have a duffel like, dude, you can't know backpack Southeast Asia. What are you doing? Like you're going to be slow as fuck. You can't. So that emotional weight is the same. If I try to travel through life, if I try to, to navigate through life, you know, and I carry these emotional weights, these blocks, I'm going to go through life a lot slower. Not only am I going to go through it slower, I have so much that I'm carrying with me that I can't fit into certain spaces. I can't even fit through that doorway because I'm holding on to these bags. But if I just let go of these bags, there's nothing stopping me from walking through that door. Mm-hmm. And so that's part of letting go. And you have to and leave those bags behind. You have to leave those bags behind, yeah. you know? And But, but people, because... You talk about nobody wants to be wrong. I think mm-hmm. you said that. Nobody yeah. wants to be wrong. We all want to be right. So that's ego. Yeah. Ego oh, has a need yeah. to divide. I have to be right. And so I have to be justified. And I have to to, to, to have these things and uh, whatever it is, this revenge and you have to get justice. And no, like, don't just, you don't have to paint that storyline. Like, take whatever it is that you're going through. Right. You, you go into the fire and use that fire to hammer away at yourself. Because like you said, you can't change anybody. You can only change yourself. You know, one of the things my cousin told me after I broke my leg is like, you can't mold cold steel. You know, so mm. I, I got put in the fire. Did I choose the fire? No, I didn't choose the fire. I would never wish that fire upon anybody. Right. To, to feel what that feels like or even to have broken their leg. Like I would never want anybody to feel that fire. Um, but if you are ever put in a fire, whatever fire that may be, I hope you use that time to not run from your problems and to not run from your emotions and to not run from the hurt, to allow yourself to feel it, to allow yourself to burn, right? Because the phoenix needs to burn in order to die mm. and to hammer away at yourself because when the steel is hot, now I can take this hammer and I can change the shape of that steel and then it cools down and now it's a new shape. And, and you can forge form. it and temp it and make it stronger. Right. But, but most people are afraid to do the work. Yep. They're afraid to do the stuff. And so oh. they just they just point blame. They point blame and then they paint these stories of poor me. And they do that for so long, for three months, for six months, for a year, for two years, for three years, that finally the cold, the steel becomes cold and you have no opportunity to mold it anymore. You're actually the exact same person you were before. Yep. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's uh, something that I've, I've said, um, kind of going on that, right? When I'd have a family member that would be talking about another family member. And you ask me, well, oh, yeah. what's the deal? Well, you know, I remember, you know, when, when you were little or, you know, when we were younger, they said this. And, and ever since then, you know, I've looked at that person and just, you know, I don't care for them. And I would look at that and I go, man, that was years ago. And I'm thinking, you're really carrying that around with you all this time. And if you were to ever have the balls to confront that person and say, hey, you know what? The reason I don't like you or the reason I've been mad at you is because of this. Clear that there, person's going to go, oh, shit. Really? really? I, I said that or I did that? Yeah, I don't even remember. Yeah. Now hey, you're going to feel stupid. Hey, my bad. Because like, you've you know been I mean? carrying that shit around with you Dude, all these yes. years. And now whose fault is that? It's not that's, that person's that, that's, fault. That's, that's your own. fault. It's your own. Right? Yeah. It's your own damn fault. So, like you're saying, let it go. Like me, I've always said, like, I don't hold grudges on people. I might be mad at them for a while or mad at something for a while, but I don't hold grudges because it's it's not worth that 
it's not worth yeah. the investment of my time. Sure. Into that to carry, and it's too. It just takes too much damn energy to yeah, do. That. I mean, just think, look at the words you're using. I don't hold grudges because you have to hold on to it. Yeah. Like it takes too much work. So like, just let it just go. put it down. Let it go. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna. I've grown out of that for sure. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah, I used to hold grudges for mm-hmm. sure. But I, after X amount of time, and I just learned, you know, this shit ain't really worth it. No, um, but and like you said, you can only you can't change people. You change yourself. And so when you change yourself, it's like, all right, well, things kind of line up, right? Yeah. Um, not saying that things won't get better, for sure, with whoever that person or people may be. Yeah. Um, you can only hope it does, but, you know, things happen. But, uh, yeah, holding on, holding on to a, a grudge is one of the biggest things I've, like, learned to let go. Real shit. It's like, I, yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, I get mad in moments, for sure. Uh-huh. And I think that's just my human nature. That's, a, that's uh, just human. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm it's not gonna natural. say I don't get mad. I, I definitely do get hot. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's like, man, like, like I'll get mad, but then I'll end up seeing like something on the news. Fucking the kids in Texas, like we had a deep discussion about last week. Um, you know, things like that. It's just so disheartening. It's like, man, like I don't want to add any more negativity into my life, especially onto somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, with that, it's like you, when you when you start living out that kind of lifestyle, and I think we kind of go back to the statements versus questions. I think that kind of relates to that, right? So, uh, being open minded instead of being, uh, you know, just just one way or the, or, or the highway. You know what I mean? Uh, um, and I think that's what you're going for with that. I'm, I'm not too sure, but I I'm just I'm just here to talk. Okay, so like, oh, shit. no, 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 here no, 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 no. Here we go. No, like. Uh, Cause like, I'm not too sure where you're going to like, you're, you're no, trying so, to summarize what I'm saying. Right. But like every listener is going to take things differently. Oh, right? for sure. And I'm so. just saying what, what I think, but yeah, yeah. Mark, you, that one. Oh. is this something in this? Yeah. Oh, damn. It's, there it's, is. You guys fucking ninja pouring over what are you here. Talking? You're the one that said, are we doing another one of these? I and did? We See, never like, I don't even it. remember. See that? You've had three. Damn. Now you don't remember. That was, that was the thing. It's like, I understand where statement versus question is, at least from my perspective, it's like, it's either one way or the hard way, or you become more open-minded to how things can be. Or however you want them to be, with just a little bit more. Uh... Well, I think you have to step back and ask yourself, like, what do you want your life to be like, right? Um, yeah. How do you want to live your life? Do you want to live your life um, with the flow, or do you want to carry those burdens because they are burdens, whether it's sure. a grudge or Agreed. anger or whatever? It's all burden because you have to carry that if you decide that's what you're going to do. Yeah, you have to carry that around with you, right? But it's a lot more simple to just let that shit go. No, for sure. You know, because it just makes your life easier. You know, it's just like you, it's, yeah. you, it's like taking that weight off your chest and you can breathe. It's going, you know, fuck it. It's not worth the time. It's not worth the effort. It's not worth that energy. I can put that energy towards something else that's better. So you have to decide how you want to live your life. Do you want to live it angry? You want to live it holding yeah. grudges against people, you know, and looking at people sideways because of something they did or said or how they look or whatever, or do you want to just accept it and move on and just live life, right? So, man, that, I'd, I'd rather just live my life. Real shit. I yeah. Think, yeah, man, that's dope. Man, that's uh, it's crazy. That's why we bring you back, bro. It's like you always give us that that ending cool, part. Man. Just like I forgot that we're on a damn show, and I'm like not even looking at the camera and shit. I'm just like <laughs> over here, like we're telling stories and shit. Yeah. Um, no, man, that, that's that's dope. Uh, unfortunately, we are at at the hour mark. Yeah, Sunday. Uh, let's not forget. 
Napua Ilima will be at the infield stage on Sunday at 3.30 at the Del Mar Fair. For those that aren't born and raised here, that is the San Diego County Fair. Yeah. Uh, but we all know it here as a Del Mar Fair. Mark and I will be uh, first-time drummers with the group. Hey. Um, so we actually... Uh, yeah, we're excited for sure, and I think it's a it's, it's a good it's a good intro for me back to music for sure because I've been out I've been out of the mix, but now I think it's a, the flow is taking me there, John. Hey, the flow is the taking flow me is back, taking bro. You there. So uh, you the know, flow has taken me in the direction where as I'm passing the shore or. I see somebody going, hey, come drum with us. Oh, you look looks like you're doing hula now because you know they just oh, tell stories yeah. with their oh, hands. Oh yes. shit. Yeah, Kumu Mahami, I got a recruit for you. <laughs> oh, oh shit, Dom's gonna be there. He just hey. said, "Hey, appreciate you, bro. We'll see you out there, bro." Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, man, for those that uh, want to come out, please. Three thirty infield stage. We'll be out there doing our thing. Uh, I'm I'm super excited um, just to be out there playing music. It's been a while. Uh, but John Mack, man, I want to thank you once again for stopping through. Pleasure, man. Pleasure uh, for you. Right on. Dude. I already I know. I already, I already know the uh, the uh, the the title of this this uh, episode. Oh. Yeah, I'm not, right. I'm not gonna tell you right, right. now. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's not gonna be fuck your flow. No. <laughs> fuck your couch. I was thinking about hustling flow. flow, but I'm like, nah, nah, we're not hustling that. More, like, more like chugging flow. <laughs> chugging flow. <laughs> chugging flow. I think that's what it's gonna be. Uh, but yeah, thanks to everyone that's been uh, tuning here on Twitch. Uh, shout out to my wife. Shout out to Kiki the Fat Kid, Randall Dazzle. Eee. Shout out to uh, shout out to our, our, our part Dom. Uh, make sure you catch all his gigs around town, and uh, we'll, be, we'll be sure to post that. Uh, shout out to Pain Hub something wherever you are. Let us know. DM us. Shout out to Uncle Andrew that stopped in. Shout out to everyone. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're out of here for today. Um, until next time, we believe me, this is not the last time John Mack is in the call. I'll be back. Quick drop. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, quick drop. Uh, July 8th and July 16th, Pacific Island Brewing out in Santee mm-hmm. for Chetlu organization. We're going to be having our fundraiser, and hopefully we have Dom and the boys there. Yeah, um, hopefully we Friday. can post that flyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got we to gotta, we gotta tighten up some little details, but come nah. on out, get some raffle tickets. There's yeah, going to be some vendors out. and stuff out there. Help support Chetlu. This for for those that are wondering, we're, we're trying to put on the uh, Chamorro Cultural Festival next year, uh, unfortunately. So. I was going to finish saying that, but, you know. Go for it. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, I'll let it flow back ahead. to you, brother. Thank you, man. Quit fucking with my flow. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Say something. Fucking baseball calls over here and no. shit. Um, yeah, so we're, we're trying to put on Chamor Cultural Festival for 2023. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have to raise money for it. That's how, we, that's how we're able to put it on every year. And uh, So that's what these fundraisers are for. We've got the one July 8th, July 16th, August 12th, and then at... Um, Guahan Grill up in Oceanside on September 3rd. Nice. So Yeah, be good. Um, it's going to be good times for sure. We always have a good time at PIB and uh, strong beers. And, uh, you know, it's just great. It's a great time. It's a good atmosphere over yeah. there. Good, uh, hospitable people over there. At that. Yeah, we'll that be out there. So if you guys ever, you know, want to come meet us in person, if you ever do, I think most of you guys already know us in person. But for those that don't want to come check us out, we'll be out there. I might be doing a little MC and I'll definitely be doing some sound. And if you want a shirt and a sticker, you know, uh, some Jameson Black Barrel 
Yeah, for those that castmates, <laughs> if anybody wants a free, sh- if anybody wants a free shirt, you just got to give us about Jameson. There you go. Damn. <laughs> don't worry, John. <laughs> just never mind. Never. Gotcha. Gotcha. Don't worry about that. You don't have to bring nothing. All right, just you just bring your your deep thoughts and whiskey all right, shots. All right. All right. <laughs> all right, but yeah, we're out of here, guys. And so next week, y'all, we're gonna get out of here. John, thanks again for stopping in. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thanks uh, for everybody quick, listening. Drop, drop all your your handles if you still have social media. Oh yeah. Uh, your blog, everything. Yeah, John McAlloy. Uh, is both my handle at Instagram and my website. Um, I should be dropping my first blog on Sunday. And oh then, uh, shit! Yeah, weekly. tap into that. Is it on yeah. YouTube or what? What are you, what are you doing? Uh, you know what? It's what's funny is so like I, I've I've written a few already, and then because of this whole audiobook energy, I was like, well, what if I also recorded myself like reading it? You know, just like how I did my audiobook. So well, shit, I think man, what, let us know, bro. I, I, I think, got you right I, Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I don't know. We'll see what I'm going to do, but I'm going to post something on Sunday. Um, I haven't posted in a minute, basically since the fight. I just kind of took a little break, hold space for myself, ask myself what's here now, what it is that I want to do. But I'm about to be back a little bit more active on social media this Very week. Very dope. And cool. more, most important question, when are you going to be at Park and Rec? Uh, I'm there Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. We'll be, me and Mark will be there Thursday, Friday, <laughs> Saturday night. Hey, come kick it. Hey, hey thanks again, Java. We'll catch y'all later. Escalators. Shoot. Shoots. This is Island City Radio.